0: Welcome to the second episode of the No Shoes, No Filter podcast. Uh, I'm Mike. I did my introductions in my last episode, so we're going to kind of skip through those. Um, And I was intending to do a guest speaker on this episode, but it is Friday. I needed to get an episode out quickly. So we're going to talk about the ego today and how detrimental that is when it comes to seeking help. Admitting you're wrong, understanding why you did something wrong, uh, always justifying what you've done is the right act, um, making excuses for your ego to uh, to control you and stuff like that. I mean, like there's there's all sorts of variables to letting your ego control your life. And I just recently had to go through something which is swallow my pride, shut my ego up. Um, And I've had to do it in different ways because it's been in relationships, it's been financially, but this one is financially. I've never been one to ask for financial help, ever. It's weird to me. It's so foreign. It's because of the male stigma. The male is the provider. The men have to handle everything um, financially. And it's, it's changing. It is changing. It's ever shifting. There is definitely more equality between men and women. And it's it's getting there. It's not anywhere near perfect. It's still not fully advanced, but it's getting better. Um, I ended up starting a GoFundMe because I got stuck and displaced in Los Angeles, California. Well, Long Beach. Let's be real. Um, and I followed a pipe dream of a love story, and I got myself stuck here. You know you know, young adults, you know, chasing love and doing this and that, whatever. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm 32. I'm not young anymore, but you know what? I still love like a young person. Um, I just chased a pipe dream and I got myself displaced. It wasn't anybody else's fault. I was in a pursuit of happiness. Almost anybody else would have done it, but they might've, you know, waited a little longer, given it a chance to kind of flourish and blossom. Um, But the biggest thing that I had to do was ask for help. And. I'm still here, you know, it didn't asking for help, didn't kill me. Uh, it definitely made me feel a little weaker. Um, and I don't know, I, I actually had someone in one of my TikTok comments uh, talk about a mantra saying that you deserve the love you receive regardless or you deserve the support you receive in whatever form it comes in, whether it be financially or it be someone who reaches out to you. And that ooh, I apologize. My ringtone is on. Um, that there is kind of like an open thought to it. So whether it's someone that reaches out because they genuinely want to be there for me as a person, or if it's someone who reaches out with a dollar to $5 or whatever it may be, um, it's all appreciated the same. Um, and It's all towards growth because they feel I've earned it or I deserve it. And I need to be able to accept that. I have been a content creator for six years and I don't make as much money as I used to back in the day. And that's okay too. Um, You know, times change. We just went through a huge pandemic for the last year and a half. Finances are not what they used to be a year and a half ago, two years ago. Um, and I don't, I don't usually expect anything from anybody and I'm not expecting finances like that to even to come to play. Um, apparently I've had too much caffeine cause I've talked through most of my discussion points, but realistically the ego will control a lot of what you do in all of your environment, whether it's in it, the ego is that little voice in your head that's talking to you, um, and sometimes it's good, sometimes it's bad. But it's usually telling you uh, the evil things that you, you, you're you thinking. That's your overthinking thought. Your ego has a lot to play with that. It's not all of it, but it's got a part. And so does your, like, your subconscious has a lot to play with that and the ego kind of fight each other a little bit. Um, And it's, it's a matter of training your brain against that, too. So instead of just, you know, say those things out loud. Say them out loud and hear silly you sound sometimes not every time sometimes it's justified sometimes it's accurate but just hear how like funny it sounds you know, sometimes you know I've, I've been jealous in relationships and I've said it out loud and I'm like oh that was silly why did I say that that's so ridiculous no no that's that's not even a possibility I don't know why I thought that I don't know why my overthinking brain and my ego got a hold of me and now that I've said it out loud I feel I feel silly I don't I don't know why I said that. I don't know why I was thinking those things. And that's the ego. That's the subconscious. That's um it's just your inner voice. It, it really is. Um and you know you have these other stigmas too that you know society's done some really fucked up things to you. It really has. <laughs> Shit, we didn't choose to fucking be here. We really didn't. We <laughs> we had no choice in being alive. Um you know, when our parents conceived us and we have made do with what we've had, and there is no rule book on how to live life. You just live life to your own expectations. Um, and I had somebody recently, um, she's one of my mods in my mental health discord, said, uh, who did you let down? Um, or who's whose standards who held you just up such high standards? It was who held you up to such high standards? that you feel like you failed. Um, and this is when I was in a really dark place. And it was me. I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head, but it was me. Like I could go ahead and think, you know, my grandpa's set this big standard in my life. My mother has set a really big standard in my life of how I should be with respect and how to treat people and be there for people. But realistically, it was me. I let myself get to a dark place. I And that, again, that's part of your ego. So it's a fickle bitch, man. It really is. A lot of the things that you think are wrong with you, that's actually your ego not being fed properly, um, and it's this is just a speculation. And it's a philosophy. There's a lot more depth to it. I'm not entirely educated on the matter. I'm just speaking from how I understand the ego and me. Um, <clears throat> it's it's fun, man. It's it's fun philosophy to try and break yourself down. Not break yourself down, but. Break down the little bits and pieces of your mental health to make sense of it. Um, I'm a very self-diagnostic type person. I'm very self-aware. I'm a troubleshooter in people, in things, in life. If there's a broken car, a broken computer, if there's a broken conversation, if there's a broken human being, I'm always trying to fix it, find a solution. Maybe not fix it entirely because some people can't be fixed entirely, but you can arm them with the right tools. Also goes back to the last podcast I did. Um, but you can just, yeah, I, I just, I like to help people in more ways than, you know, I even know I'm helping people sometimes. Um, and, and the same thing in return. People do that with me. And I have so many trust issues and my ego likes to, to play with those and tell me bad things about people that are truly trying to be in my life because they care. They care about people. And it may not even be necessarily me, but they care about people and they care about the greater good. And and they see the light inside you, even if you don't. And your ego will tell you that you're not good enough. You don't deserve that attention. You don't deserve that love from people unconditionally. There has to be a condition. There's a reason, right? Wrong, wrong, (laughs) absolutely wrong. You just deserve it. Those people not now. There's there's wrong people in your life that will tell you the things you want to hear and do all the things that you want to do just to get you where you they want you. And that's where trust issues come from. And that's part of the ego doing its thing. Uh, Well, well, actually, your ego can protect you, too. But you know what I mean? Like, it's it's part of that same dynamic. And I'm actually talking through this in complete free flow right now as thought to thought to thought, just like I did my last podcast. So I'm going to be a little all over the place. I'm going to say, um, I'm going to say, so it's just going to happen. Bear with me. Um, There's one right there. Excuse me while I drink my coffee and I light up a cigarette so I can relax a little bit. Um, Yeah, you trust issues, you know, you get those developed through traumas, right? And you get triggers, um, you get things in your life that remind you of something else that's happened. Whether it be big or small, or uh, you know, you can even smell something. Smells actually one of the strongest memory-triggering responses you have, um, and that can trigger trauma, and that can trigger euphoria, that can trigger happy to sadness. It all of it. It has, and you can get all of those range of emotions just from like a half of scent, like not even the full scent, just the idea of a scent. So, um, when you get stuck with those triggers, your ego, once you get into a spiral of a trigger. Your ego will take over and that's the that's the voice that tells you you're not good enough or this is going to happen or, you know, you don't necessarily. This is my way of explaining the ego again, philosophy, um, but you don't necessarily have control. You just let that thing go and you spitfire. But if you were to say some of these things out loud and see how silly they sound to you when you say them out loud, you're like, well, that's not true. Because like part of my PTSD is I get paranoia. And I talk myself out of that all the time. I'm like, oh, who's setting me up? Why am I going here? What am I doing now? What, 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 what? You know, and then, like, what's what's going to happen? Who's who's out to get me? Um, and I have to think about that and stop in a logical brain and be like, what the fuck? What is this? No, dude, no, that's not how this is going to, you know, play out. I'm not, uh, a. <laughs> that's not true. That's not true at all. So, <clears throat> You know, with my paranoia, you say it out loud and you're like, wow, that's silly. So with your traumas, you can kind of do the same thing. You can say it out loud. But then immediately after saying something like that out loud, use your logical conscious brain to say something positive instead. Start believing the positive over the negative. Don't push yourself into that hole and let everything you say negative dictate your next move. What you know, it's okay to have fear and be scared, but don't live in it. Don't allow it to consume your life. That fear, see, fear and ego for me are hand in hand. And maybe it's because I view my ego, and this is why my perception on the ego is so bad, I view my ego as a bad side of me. It's not necessarily, but I don't like it because it's gotten me into so much trouble. Um, Whether it be in relationships or friendships or myself. You know, if it makes me self-sabotage, if it, you know... I think of it as like an almost alternate personality, even though it's consciously me for the most part. It's just kind of how I perceive things internally. So or, or like a unconscious perception of things, I guess, is is really where that comes down to. But uh, yeah, if you let your ego control your life, you're never going to get anywhere. If you let the bad sides of your ego, there are good sides to it. I feel like I sound like I'm schizophrenic and that's not supposed to sound um, offensive to anybody that does suffer from personality disorders or schizophrenia or anything like that. I think I'm just caffeinated and on another spitfire roll. I actually just randomly pressed go and record to see... If I could get something out of this because I was definitely on a thought process of my ego over the last hour um, because I did post a GoFundMe and I asked for help. And it it triggered something inside me that I wanted to talk about, which was the ego, the, the feeling of low self-worth in society because I asked for help. Um, and that's that's the evil voice inside saying, no, man, you you don't deserve that you look needy, you look weak, you look like a, you know, you're just asking for attention. Like that's, and even when I do shit like that on TikTok and I post a, I post a video on TikTok where I'm, um, even happy or, you know, euphoric in a sense, like even when I post one there, I still have my ego in my voice being like, are you doing this for attention? Are you doing this because you think this is funny? And realistically, I like it because my community can interact with it. That's where logically I am. I like that my community interacts and they grow and they relate and they have fun with it because, That's what TikTok's about, man. It's about making connections in any way that fits you, whether it be the mental health community, whether it be kink talk, whether it be fucking furries, cosplay, you fucking name it, dude. That's what TikTok is for. It's for building friendships. Everybody has such a negative outlook on it. And there are negative sides to TikTok. Don't get me wrong. But... For the most part, if you're using it to communicate and be and, you know, even just watch a funny video while you take a dump, like whatever. But as long as you're using it in a healthier sense, not spending your whole life consumed by it, it's good for you. I've made so many great friendships from TikTok alone, not to mention my other platforms. But like shit, my moderator in my discord, my you know, she's a really big help through all of this. And I wouldn't I wouldn't be here without her in that sense because I've ran a lot of stuff by her. She's given me a lot of great advice. Um, and I met her through TikTok. Um, I made some really good friendships. Uh, one of my friends shit that lives in Texas, a couple of friends that live in Oklahoma, a couple of friends that live in Michigan that I know that if I were to ever swing by and say hello, like they'd offer me like a warm meal and a cot basically. And that's amazing. And those are the same people that I would do the same for had they come through wherever I am. Um, you know, just (laughs) it's, it's weird. So A lot of that is letting side parts of your ego go, you know, letting yourself, telling yourself you deserve the help that people give you. Um, you know, they're not all bad not everything everyone has to say to you or do to you has an ill intentions or a malicious intent or is a manipulation tactic. None of that is, is always true. I mean, sure. Be guarded because you have trauma, but don't let your ego win. Don't let that voice tell you you can't that don't make it don't make it live in fear just you know combat it a little bit make your make your other inner voices like inner voices now that definitely sounds like borderline personality disorders or schizophrenia let your real voice your true voice your logical brain with a little hint of emotion let that control your next move you know, let that consume more. Let it be louder. Let it be louder than your ego. You know, your ego can still be there. And it can tell you whatever negative shit, and you can combat it, and you can find better ways to cope. But let it be there. It, it creates reality. Just don't let it consume you, because the more it does, the less you'll do in life. You know, um, don't. You know, and I, shit, I've lived my life in such a weird eye of my ego that I used to care what every single person thought about me and I've gotten to this point and I maybe it's age maybe it's experience where I actually care a lot less about what people think about me and how I live my life and I just want to live it for me at this point but there are parts of my ego that will still hang on and it's it's definitely like a week for asking for money or Asking for help, or sometimes even being open emotionally, even though I know it's strong, my ego will tell me different. You know, it'll be like you've got you've got the the right mindset when you're going into it. You're like this is because I'm really weak, and I I I feel a little weak, but I feel empowered by saying this outside of my head, and I'm getting it out there, and I'm expressing it, and more people can relate, and that's a strength, and more people are gonna grow from this, and that's awesome, and then. You get that little bit of your ego and it's like, you're weak. What are you doing? And you're just like, fuck, dude. Like, stop. Stop. Shut up. You got to you gotta silence that. Don't let it give you a negative outlook on everything. Don't. I think I've just repeated myself a lot <laughs> for the last 10 minutes. So let's talk a little bit at something other than the ego. And maybe we'll circle back around. Um, I'm currently in california i have been here uh i think a cumulative maybe two months um yeah it's uh i think it's about two months and i did i moved here chasing a love story and i had a rude awakening and that's all right you know i've Learned from it. I know that in my future, I'm not just not, I'm not just going to run at something completely without looking at it logically at all. I think that's really where it was. I knew what I wanted. I moved here for me. Um, you know, I brought my dog with me. I've gotten set up. I've put a lot of time into streaming and my setup and, um, you know, and now my time is being utilized in a healthier way. In my opinion, it's healthier and the way I feel and even my ego can't tell me anything negative about it is helping my discord. Um, there's so many people that I've met through TikTok that are also people who struggle with mental health and they've joined the Discord and they've come from other platforms that I have and they want to be a part of something bigger than themselves. And I've dumped a lot of healthy time into it because I've realized the more I've been helping people through there, I'm actually helping myself. I'm taking that advice that I was ignoring other people tell me. And I know it's not like, you know, oh, you should go get a car wash and then be like, it's like someone telling you, you should go get a car wash and then stopping five minutes later being like, you know what? I should go get a car wash. That was my idea. No, it's definitely not like that, even though it kind of seems like that. But it's sometimes you're not ready to hear the information given to you. And as long as you have some of that going in your brain subconsciously, uh, you can reach for it when it's time, you know, when you when you're ready to use it. So it's it's always about educating yourself for the long run um it's arming yourself for the battle against mental health and i i enjoy it it's something new and different um or a different that's not new or different i think i do that sometimes (laughs) it's not new or different it's definitely it's new to me it's foreign to me but it's not um i don't know it's it's productive. It's proactive. It's keeping myself and my mind busy so I don't dwell on shit that doesn't need to be dwelled on and letting a, you know, a negative voice tell me otherwise. Um, but it's. Yeah, I think more often than not, we just try and get in our own way. We don't allow ourselves to take those risks because we're in fear Um and I'm not afraid anymore. I'm really not. I, I'm unapologetically myself at this point, and especially in this episode of the podcast. Holy shit! Um, but I'm unapologetically myself for the fact that I don't, I don't want to put on a mask. I don't need one. I don't, I don't want to hide behind anything or anyone or any substance or any anything anymore. I want to be me unapologetically and have people that want to be in my life because they've seen me uh, be here and so that we can be there for each other when they're unapologetically themselves. I know everybody wears these masks day in and day out and they, you know, that's also part of your ego too, circling back on that. Um, But we wear these masks day in, day out, don't know how to handle life, don't know how to handle um, regular things. So we just put on what everyone thinks we should be and show that externally and, and you know, it's, it's great. Sure. But are you ever really living your true self? You know, there's so many people in like the 1960s that never got to be their true selves that were hiding the fact that they were gay. Um, there were people in the nineties, even, even back in the sixties that were transgender before the 2020 transgender, like not even 2020, but the 2000s transgender, um, where it became more open, you know, where, where we became more accepting. It's still not even fully accepted and it needs to be, but It Even then, nobody really got to live their true selves. And now today, in today's day and age, we're allowing people to do so, which is amazing. We should be. We should not tell anybody that they have to live any different than they are. People are allowed to not like people just because of their character. And that's okay. And we need to learn how to let go um, of those people that don't want to be in our lives because they just don't personally like our character. That's nothing against you. That means their character doesn't mesh with yours. So... You know, stop. You know, if you can if you can take your mask off around a few people and not pretend to be something, that's beautiful. Be that any chance you get chase those raw, genuine connections that you've craved. Um, Don't don't force yourself into them because that's still, in a sense, wearing a mask. And maybe that person isn't receiving of someone that's as raw as you right now. But feel it out. Get comfortable you know, try and be your true self, whether whatever you believe in your, your community is waiting for you to be you and grow and show yourself in a different light. Um, and I think, you know, there's a lot of, there's a lot of, uh, masks and stuff on TikTok for sure. But I've always kind of prided myself aside from my thirst traps that I do because I think they're funny and fun, which is still me. Um, aside from that, I'm pretty mask free in a lot of my social media. I'm raw. I've done self portrait photo shoots where I am literally in the breakdown stages of a breakup where I was crying. I was so depressed. And that was two days after I almost attempted to kill myself. Like, I turned it into something positive. I, I didn't dwell on it and think that it was so negative. And I think that was the biggest turn for my mental health. And I'm not telling you to attempt suicide or make a plan for suicide to make your switch. But I got to a low that I had never been before. And I was able to turn that around into something positive that could help other people. When I got feedback on my first post where I made the, the emotional breakdown, And people were positive and uplifting at first. I thought I was, you know, my ego took over there and I thought I was going to get so many negative responses and not go anywhere with it, that it was just going to be, you know, a, a sad post that I'll have to delete because I'm getting so much negativity. Instead, I got so many people say, like, I'm here for you. I understand. I feel that I've been there. Like, you're not alone in this. And you know that's amazing i that was the that was actually the response that i i've always wanted to something being raw and it encouraged me to be more raw more real less mask um more myself throughout the last almost a year now um you know it's not october yet it's not even july yet but about 8 months that i have been less and less wearing a mask less and less uh, persona on the internet and i've become me and I feel comfortable. You know, I may have my insecurities and my physical trait, but I feel like there's parts of my personal trait that I really do enjoy. Um, and, you know, that's I'm because I'm learning more about what I enjoy about myself. I'm learning more about what I enjoy in others and what I can tolerate and what I can't tolerate in certain personality traits. And it's not that I'm going to be rude to them because we don't mesh. It just means that I'm going to kindly, politely step away from those type of people because they drain me or they're not my type of people you know it's just that's normal that's okay it's okay to not get along with everybody so um and that's that's a thing that your ego will actually tell you opposite you have to get everyone to like you and everyone needs to be there and you know everyone has to believe what you believe in and it's that's not true it's really not um so well yeah it's (laughs) this is a this is actually a very therapeutic outlet for me. I'm realizing. I'm I'm talking on a free flow, freestyled as fuck. Like, and just having a good time. I actually feel more relieved that I've just sat here for the last 25 and a half minutes, 26 minutes, talking about what that evil voice says to me and how it affects me and knowing that someone, maybe not every single person is going to relate and some people are going to think, hey man, you're batshit. But you know what? You guys can think that all you please. Please do. It's, it's okay. But someone's going to sit there and they're going to hear this and they're going to resonate and they're going to heal from it. They're going to find things about themselves that they didn't know. That other people were feeling, and like this is why I like listening to mental health podcasts, and I like reading on things, and and watching people on TikTok talk about mental health because I do. I learn certain things about myself that I didn't know were actually possible, or that were potentially me. So it's cool. It's cool to see something come out of it. Um, But I'm actually gonna cut this podcast a little short. So I've probably got a few more minutes and then I'm going to, you know, do my little sign off. Um, But there have been so many people that have reached out over social media, um, even directly people that are in my regular life. And I just want to say that I appreciate you. I'm here for you if you need me. Obviously, I can't be there 24-7, but I will be there as often as I can for those that need me. Um, And... And the people that have reached out and added donations and, and, you know, went to my PayPal, my Instagram, my cash app or, you know, my PayPal, GoFundMe, whatever. Those people that have helped me, you're not unseen. I appreciate you so much, even if it's an anonymous donation or whatever. I cannot wait to get out of California and everything that you guys have done has been amazing. So I guess this impromptu was really just a hey LA fucking drains me. (laughs) But I am learning here. I cannot wait to be where I belong. And I'm assuming that's going to be Oklahoma. That's where I found the most houses that I have enjoyed looking at. That's where I've realized that I could get more bang for my buck with my VA home loan when it comes time. That's where I know there's good people. So yeah, I think... I just thank you guys. I appreciate every little bit of support that you guys have given me, whether it's words of kindness and affirmation or, you know, you're helping me financially get out of this fucking hole. I got myself in as embarrassing as it is. I feel like my ego is starting to melt away by the end of this conversation. So with that being said, if you guys need me, reach out. The mental health discord is there. There's beautiful people in there. They will reach out you can reach out to them. Um, and if you see someone down and you've got that extra energy, reach out for, you know, give them help, give them a helping hand, give them a couple kind words. Um, but yeah, with that, this is no shoes, no filter. You guys take care and thanks for listening.